before we begin this episode, I wanted to let you know that the summer session of the Ford Mentor Program is now open for signups. This 10-week program is entirely virtual, and you are paired with a hand-selected mentor who will walk alongside you as you navigate your professional, personal, and spiritual goals. The deadline to sign up is Friday, May 8th, so make sure you go to our website ASAP. Just visit forwardwomen.org. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash mentor program. We hope you join us this summer. Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. I'm sure this isn't news to you, but the workplace can be a straight up scary place. When you add being a woman in the workplace to the equation, and on top of that, a Christian woman in the workplace, things can feel pretty daunting pretty quick. At work, you're likely surrounded by people with tons of experience and business savvy that can truly help catapult you to your career dreams. But how do you even begin to approach the topic of getting their help? Here today to talk about building a network of allies is Diane Pattison. Diane is the founder and executive director of Forward, in case you didn't know. (laughs) And Diane is also a Harvard MBA, former global executive of two Fortune 500 companies, CBRE and Prologis, and one Fortune 1000 company, Trample Crow Company. And she serves as an independent director for two corporate and four not-for-profit boards. Diane is is a leading advocate, obviously, for Christian women in the workplace through Forward um, and her husband husband and her, Chris. Um, They have four children, one grandchild, and they both live in Dallas, Texas. So Diane, I am just so excited to have you on with me today. Jordan, thank you so much. This is a topic I really um, is in my strength zone. So it's really fun for me to talk with you about. Oh, I'm excited. Well, let's start off by defining what we mean by network of allies, because I know that might look different for anyone. Yeah. So when you think about who is it that you really want to cooperate with to help each other? Um, And, you know, when I think about some of the people that I would call in my network of allies, you know, they're people we have things in common and we really have a desire to help each other. One would be, um, you know, I have board members of Forward And then one of the things I can do to help them, because they're doing that to help me, is that I can help them by giving them board experience so that if they have a desire to get on a corporate board, which is a paid board versus a not-for-profit board, you know, having this experience helps them. And then I look out for opportunities to tell them about to give them the chance to be on corporate boards. So it's really where you can just create a win-win by helping each other. Is building a network of allies different from traditional networking? Because I know later this month, we're going to talk about how to network with purpose, (laughs) I guess is a good way to put Mm -hmm. it. So how does that differ from having a network of allies or does it maybe not differ at all? Yeah, I I think it differs and I'm really thankful it does because I'm not a person that loves to be in a room with 300 people and figure out how many business cards can I pick up and how many people (laughs) might I, you know, have a very surface level conversation, you know, um, I like to have deep relationships and I see allies is being very deep. I mean, that they're going to put themselves on the line for you and you're going to put yourself on the line for them. Mm -hmm. And that's very different than 
just networking. And I'll just give you an example because I gave you the Patty example in the first one. But, you know, a lot of times I speak at our, our forward local groups and I meet, you know, 25 women before I speak. And I, I do have a gift around remembering names and what someone does or is passionate about. And, you know, a woman in Austin gave me her card and said, I really love uh, to do resume coaching and writing. And, you know, I don't even remember her name, but I remembered that. And then last week I had someone say, do you know of anyone that does resume writing? And I said, yes, I actually do. And so I went back to Susan, who heads our Austin group, and I said, could you connect this woman with the woman in Austin who does resume writing? <laughs> and I see that as networking, you know, mm -hmm. where you're just mm -hmm. helping someone, but you're not building this relationship that is, you're just putting yourself on the line for each other. Um, so that's where I see the difference. Okay. And I, you mentioned earlier that this is where you feel your strengths lie. And I would 100% agree. <laughs> you are the, you are the queen of creating a network of allies. Uh, so has your network changed with your career or has it kind of stayed consistent throughout? Like, have you found people early on that have just stuck with you or do you kind of have to keep shuffling the pieces around a little bit? Yeah, that's a great question, Jordan. You know, I think there are some people that will be your ally all through your life. An example I'll give is um, two of my friends, John Sterick and Dan Boyden, who I met, you know, one of them my freshman year of college, the other one my sophomore year of college, and they're great friends. I mean, they were the ones that basically were my friends in college that told me, you need to apply to Harvard Business School. And whatever <laughs> Dan and John said, I would do. And, uh, you know, so I applied. They were also the two that told me, you need to come to work for Trammell Crow. Mm -hmm. And I did what they said. And I mean, they have been in my life ever since, you know, the my freshman year of college. So for those of you who don't know me, that's been a, over 40 years ago. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and Dan and John are still my dearest friends, allies, sponsors, whatever you want to call them. They are supporting me with the work of forward, you know, so there's a long life relationship. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, you know, then there's other allies that might be for just a period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, but they still are those people that you're really going to, put yourself on the line. And I would say, especially because my, um, my career was in commercial real estate, it was um, very helpful for me to have men who are my allies because that business, especially at the senior level was, was very much male dominated. Mm -hmm. You know, now I would say, you know, since I started forward in 2011, you know, there are still men like Dan and John who support what I do with forward. But this network of allies now, I mean, if you looked at my other 10 board members, I mean, I would call every one of them one of my allies. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are... Uh, passionate about the work of forward, which connects us very closely around our faith, around our work, 
and also because we share a common view of the importance of relationships. And so, you know, that's a network and all 10 of those board members, I didn't have before I started forward in 2011. Hmm. So, you know, that's a group of allies that are new in this season of life. Now, you mentioned sponsors a minute ago. How does sponsor or how do sponsors, I guess, and mentors fit into the idea of creating this network of allies? Like, are they a big part of it? Should you have people maybe that aren't a mentor or a sponsor? They just are a good colleague of yours in your network? Yes, for sure. I mean, sponsors are a very special, um, it's a very special subset. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll share with you the story of Don Williams. So Don Williams was the CEO of Trammell Crow Company when I joined in 1987. And I knew that we shared some very common, important things. We shared the same faith. We cared about relationships and we were working for the same company. The difference was I was this brand new, you know, leasing agent that didn't know what I was doing. And he was the (laughs) CEO of the company. And I went to Don and asked him to be my mentor. Well, Hmm. over the years, you know, my career progressed to where I had the opportunity to oversee all of our, uh, to really start, then oversee our account management around our investor clients. And then I became the COO. And, you know, I have looked back and I actually just had dinner with Don and his wife, Ellen, on February 1st. Um, I know now that there is no way I would have had the opportunity for either of those positions if Don wouldn't have been around the boardroom table. And when they said, who should we uh, ask um, to move into this position to start the focus around our clients who are investors in real estate? And I know that it had been Don Williams. Even though he smiles when I say that to him, he won't say, yes, it was me. (laughs) He's such a humble person. But that's a sponsor, you know, somebody that actually just totally, and they have to usually be in the same organization with you to Mm -hmm. be a sponsor. Or, you know, like if there was a really person that I was really close to as a CEO And that person was looking for a great board candidate. And I knew that Patty Ross would be a great board candidate. I'm putting actually my relationship on the line by by saying, you should really look at Patty Ross. Um, So that's where I'm sponsoring somebody, maybe not in the same organization, but I actually am putting my reputation on the line. So that's really what sponsors are. I mean, they're really going above and beyond even an ally. Mm. Okay. Well, so as you go to begin building your network of allies, I feel like a big foundational piece of that should be good communication. Would you agree? For sure. Just so your expectations, I mean, it's like everything. Just so you have... um, you have communicated expectations and they've communicated their expectations and you guys are on the same page. 
Now, once you've found people you actually want in your network and you've clearly communicated your expectations to them, like you mentioned, what should your next move be? Well, I think it's really important to know what is important to them and Mm -hmm. try to help them. And I love the Maya Maya Angelou quote that um, people aren't going to remember what you did but they're going to remember how you made them feel. Mm. Um, And I'm sure I didn't say that exactly right. But, um, you know, I just think of some of my allies today, I mean, our presenting sponsor for the gala, I saw Alva, you know, coming to a board meeting. She didn't know anybody. I got, I didn't know if we would click. I I just wanted to help her because she was sort of the new kid on the board, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, we became friends and then she moved to Dallas, Texas, and I helped her with doctors and helped her with things that were you know, important to her from a personal standpoint and our friendship just got deeper and deeper. And so, you know, I think that the key thing is really understand what they care about or what you can do to help them. Um, mm-hmm. because that really then deepens the relationship. Um, cause Jordan, you know how it feels yeah. when someone, the only time they reach out to is cause they want something from you. Right. Right. You know, you're just kind of like, roll your eyes, like, oh, gosh, it's them again. (laughs) You know, really, where where is, you know, if someone's helping you, you want to help them. Mm -hmm. And Alpha put herself on the line for me in a way I had no idea. You know, Mm -hmm. when she told me, you know, when I asked her to be a sponsor of the gala, when she and I told her the presenting sponsor price, you know, and she just looked at me and she goes, oh, I know I can get that, you know, this, but let me see if I can get the whole thing done. Mm -hmm. I had no idea she was going to do that. So, um, yeah. So that was very, very cool. Once you have built this network, um, it's honestly, it's like any relationship, you need to maintain it. So how should someone go about making sure that they're being really good about staying on top of keeping their network of allies maintained? Yeah. And it does take work. You know, you, you, especially, and that's one of the reasons you don't want to get too many because you want to care and feed and you want to make sure that every time you're with them isn't about something you need to get done or something that you would like them to do for you. You want to be sure that it's, you know, you know, I think of Catherine and Catherine's one of our board members and she's had a really tough fall because her daughter's had a very tough health situation. Mm -hmm. And I knew all of fall, don't ask Catherine for anything. Just be there for her. Just be in prayer with, you know, for Nicole's health. You know, so just really caring about that person. But you want to always be in touch. And you know how hard it is when you feel like, oh, gosh, I haven't talked to that person for this long. You do. It takes a little bit. Typically, when you have a great relationship and a great ally, it doesn't take you much to get mm-hmm. back to where you were. But, you know, you still want it to be a regular touch, whether it's every six months or every three months. You want to really be in touch, not let the years go by. Yeah. 
So it's a lot like any relationship, <laughs> really. I mean, right. it, it, it almost, I feel like there is this element, I guess, of it's, it's more personal. Like, I think maybe this is what differentiates from traditional networking is that you're connecting with these individuals, but it's, it's meant to be long-term and it's meant to be more than, like you said, I, I need something, you know? Yes. Yes. And I mean, you can end up being their mentor. Um, you could end up to being their mentee. You can end up to be their sponsor. So, you know, I, I just think of, um, you know, I think of Amy Moyer, who is the COO now of the Stan Johnson company. And she and she and I were in the forward mentor program together. And, you know, I ended up to be her sponsor at one of the board meetings when they were talking about who should be the next COO. And, you know, I said, well, it's kind of obvious to me. I think it's Amy Moyer. And, you know, the, the men around the room looked at me like, oh. Yeah, she's right. You know, and so, you know, I think that you can be their mentor, you can be their sponsor. So there's a lot of ways you can maintain the relationship that's very meaningful. Mm. Well, let's turn the table a little bit. So we've talked about if, if you are building a network of allies, but let's say someone comes to you and they want you to be on their network of allies. What advice would you give them to be a meaningful addition? Yeah, I, I would say number one, you know, make sure you have natural chemistry, you know, because mm. we, we all have um, opportunities to have chemistry with others. And we know when it's natural mm-hmm. and when it feels forced. And so I would just say, if it doesn't feel natural, there's going to be somebody else that it feels natural with. So make sure there's a natural um, chemistry. The second thing I would say is make sure that there's some key things that you share a passion for. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of the women that I have today share a passion for empowering women. Not all of these women have a strong faith foundation those that do, I have a tighter relationship with than those that don't. But I also have a very close tie with those that have a passion around empowering women, even separate from their faith. So, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that there's some things that you have a similar passion for Um And then also just make sure that there's the ability to be able to connect with each other. You know, are you in a stage of life with that person that it makes it work? Mm -hmm. You know, some people, they may need their ally to be someone they regularly are with uh, in a more structured way because their life is so crazy busy. I mean, I think about when I had raising four kids and being in an executive level job and, you know, my husband's career, you know, trying to keep two careers, a marriage, the four kids going, I didn't have a lot of bandwidth, No, but, <laughs> you know, relationships that were natural because I either worked with them 
Mm. or something caused us to be together on a regular basis that wasn't, didn't require additional planning, you know, that's a different kind of relationship that I had um, in that stage of life versus today. I have much more flexibility to say, sure, let's get together for lunch on Thursday or let's go have a glass of wine on Thursday night. Um, it's just a lot different than when you're in that crazy stage of life um, and you really don't have the ability to, um, to have an additional relationship mm-hmm. that is not already natural. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you want to give it time. I mean, you want to respect the investment, you know, personally that the other person wants you to have. So I, I understand that. And then, yeah. you know, I, I hate to be negative, but you know, let's say you do get approached by someone and they want you to be in their network and you go through and you evaluate using those things that you just mentioned. And maybe you decide it's not a good fit. How, what is a good way to kind of excuse yourself from that? I love you asked me this and I love that we didn't have it planned because (laughs) my answer is going to sound like we had it planned, but I see this to so many C-level women who get approached by many people Mm -hmm. to be their sponsors or allies. I say, you know what? The forward mentor program is where you should send them because Mm -hmm. we can, we can, we can really be a catcher's mitt for all those women that would love to have a mentor like you, Angela, but you don't have time to mentor 30 women at the same time. So, you know, send them to us. We will. And if they're really serious, they will apply and be a part of the forward mentor program. And what we found is 80% of our mentee and mentor pairs from even the beginning of 2000, the summer of 2013, when we began the forward mentor program are Mm -hmm. still in touch with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they've really become allies, not just mentors or mentees. Right, right. Well, it, it evolves. And that's what I think really helps set our program apart is that we don't get to the end of the 10 weeks and go, okay, see ya. <laughs> you know, you right. have that option if you want to. But you know, I do think a lot of the women that come into the program, they've come there because they really want that relationship. Yeah. 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 And that relationship is there at a deep trust level, because yes. this is where I think the um, really strong allies come in is when you've gone through tough things together. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. someone's helped you, um, when you've had a family member that's super sick, you know, and just helped you through that time or, you know, maybe you had a job loss you know, maybe you actually lost a member of your family suddenly. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you have people that are in your life and they help you through these positive things that we talked about at the beginning, you know, uh, opportunity on a board or opportunity for a promotion within your company, you know, or where it really goes deep is when those people are there for you through some really tough times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go, um, is there anything you'd like to leave us with? 
Well, I would just say um, if you can be in really intentional relationships, you will have such fruit that will come out of it. Um, and you will have no idea when you enter that relationship what that fruit might be. And I'll just share one of mine. You know, one of my relationships is with Liz Bohannon, and she is the founder of Seiko Designs. Uh, and I met her 10 years ago when she was pretty much in the fifth year of a startup in Kampala, Uganda. And today, you know, Liz and Ben are, you know, one of our couple friends. You know, we know each other's life and how it is and that we, when we are able to see each other, we will, we'd be there through good times. We'd be there through bad times. So the blessings that I've had in my life from having Liz be a very informal mentee, but become a dear friend and ally, and we're able to help each other professionally, um, the fruit of that and the blessings of that, uh, I could have never told you when I first met Liz and asked her to speak at a forward lunch. Mm. Well, we're glad you joined us for this conversation with Diane about building a network of allies. For more information about this episode, check out this episode's show notes on our website, forwardwomen.org slash podcast. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash podcast. If you're listening somewhere other than our website, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. We appreciate any feedback we get and always want to make sure we're featuring the topics that you're interested in hearing about. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth.